Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Well, good morning, everyone. And it's good to see you. It's a new year. Can you believe it? We're at the second Sunday of 2022. I'm already struggling with getting the year right. What about you? And as I think about the beginning of this new year and the next uh, 12 months that we're experiencing together, now more than ever, we need this series. It's a tradition around here at, at Bridgewater that we talk about prayer at the very beginning of the year. We call the series Keep Knocking, and Pastor Liz did a beautiful job of launching us into this series. But now we need to get serious as we start digging in to a new year full of surprises. Uh, something that isn't a surprise is COVID. It's still here. But as we think through the many different facets that will come as each day unfolds, my, my concern for us is that we intentionally choose to pray, to keep praying through every situation that we encounter. So we're in this theme verse that Pastor Liz introduced for us, and I just want to read it. It's from 1 Thessalonians, and it's chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. The Apostle Paul said this, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We're taking this powerful but simplistic passage and we're breaking it down so that we can absorb every ounce of power and really adapt to, and can I say adopt? We need to adopt this strategy that Paul gives to us. Uh, again, last week we looked at what it means to pray and rejoice always. Today, I want to talk to you about what it means to keep knocking and pray continually. Our focus is that two-word phrase, pray continually. And to do that, I want to give you three insights that actually are decisions that we need to make. So if you're ready, I want to just jump right in. Three decisions that are life-changing. Now, now again, get your mind wrapped around that. What would it be like if you and I take three decisions and we say we are going to adapt and to adopt these three decisions? We're going to adapt to them, but we're going to adopt them on an everyday basis. In fact, can I just say it? That's actually what it means. It means to pray continually, means daily I choose to pray. Now, decision number one really sets the stage for us. Here it is. 
Always speak to God and worship. That's pretty simple. Will you say it with me? Always speak to God and worship. Now, you're thinking, Pastor, where, where did you get that from? It says pray. Well, did you know that the word pray literally means to speak or offer up our, our thoughts to God and to do it in a way that we see it as and God accepts it as our worship. Now think about it this way. Literally, the word pray is rooted in the idea of supplication. Now there's a word you use on a weekly basis to, to be a part of a relationship that's rooted in supplication. It means, and this is the word supplication, to ask for something earnestly and humbly. I'm going to earnestly and I am going to humbly seek God when I talk to God. Now, now break this down with me, okay? This first decision means I'm going to talk to God like I talk to my friends. I like the, there's a phrase that I learned years ago. It's conversational prayer. I'm in, I'm in conversation with God. I'm praying to God. I am, I'm just talking to God. And I do that constantly. In fact, if you were to drive up to me uh, and, and you, you were at a light with me, you would think that I had on the radio because it looks like I'm actually singing. But I'm, I'm talking. In fact, my kids give me a hard time. It's like, Dad, you never turn the radio on. No, no radio, seldom a podcast. You know why? Because that time in the car is a time when I'm talking to God in conversation because Jesus actually said that if we are in relationship with him as our Savior, he calls us his friend. Isn't that beautiful? I get excited about that. I love having friends. I, I, I've been away a few days because my dad has been in ill health. And when I got home, it was so good to see my wife, to talk to my children, to see uh, the staff here at the church. Why? Because we're more than uh, co-laborers together. We are friends. And here is exactly what the Apostle Paul said. He goes, you're a friend of God. Talk to him. Converse with him. Don't make it any harder than that. Make the decision to continually talk to God, but do it with an attitude of worship. Whenever I come into the presence of God, I'm worshiping with God. It doesn't mean I can't be honest. It doesn't mean that I, I can't struggle through things. Listen, when I worship, if you saw me worshiping, sometimes I've got my hands in the air. Sometimes I've got tears rolling down my face. I smile. I, sometimes I shout. I'm excited to be in the presence of God. Is that your prayer life? Do you understand that prayer isn't boring when we're conversing with our dearest friend, and we're doing it with worship. We humbly and we earnestly seek God. It reminds me of the time that I asked Kay to marry me. I, I, I love all this frill stuff. 
uh, all these uh, wild things that people do when they get engaged now, don't you? I love that. They, they go out and uh, my daughter just got engaged and her fiance, we helped Mitchell uh, get out in the woods and get this table and these food. Man, it was beautiful. It was elaborate. I'm sorry, but that wasn't me. I got down on one knee on a sidewalk. I took her hand and I was thinking, dear God, dear God, dear God, let her say yes. And humbly and earnestly, I asked Kay to marry me and she said, yes. What about you? It doesn't take a lot of frills. It, it, there's not a lot of uh, things you gotta do. You converse with God. You speak to him as a friend. You're humble and you are earnest with him. I love Romans 12.1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. The Apostle Paul understood that when we pray, we must decide, always speak to God, always speak to God, and worship Him. That's decision number one. If we're going to keep knocking and pray continually, we must speak to God on a consistent basis and worship. Now, here's the next decision. Decision number two, never be without prayer. Can I tell you, I loved digging into this. Because the phrase is pray continually, but in the original Hebrew, I mean, in the original Greek, I got a little excited there. In the original Greek, Paul writes, pray without ceasing. It makes perfect sense in the New International Version. Pray continually. It's the same idea, but in the original Greek, pray without Paul tells us that we cannot ever be in absence of prayer. In the original use of this word that's now uh, considered, this meaning is considered archaic. It actually meant to pray without meaning being outside of. Here's a great example. In that day... A phrase like this would have been used, the barbarians without the gates. It actually meant the barbarians or an enemy was outside of the gate. Now think about it this way. To understand the word, we need to realize there's a positive and negative here. Pray without means don't be absent of prayer speaking to God, but it means more than that. There's an enemy outside the gate. If we're not letting God in, guess who's getting in? The enemy. Satan. Our, our negative thoughts, our fears, our worries. If we don't have a sentry posted at the gate, then the enemy is on the outside because we are without protection. That's prayer. Listen to this. It, the Apostle Peter said this, 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 
Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. All of us, please hear me, please hear me. This year, already my year has started this way. The enemy wants us to suffer from fear. He wants us to suffer from exhaustion. He wants us to suffer from anxiety. And wow, isn't anxiety through the roof right now because of Omicron? And then think about all the other things you're dealing with, with family and friends. Okay, let's back up. Decision number one, always speak to God and worship. Speak to your friend constantly. Don't be in absence of your faith in God. Resist the devil. Decision number two, never be without prayer. Always have a sentry on guard. That's what prayer is. Please, please listen. If you have stopped praying, if you've neglected prayer and reading the word, please go back to 721, seven minutes a day where you're reading the Bible, you're praying, you're looking for two insights and one application. Don't let the enemy fool you and say, well, you've gone without this long. You don't need to do it anymore. You got along without me now. You're all on your own, and don't listen to this lie. Don't ever think that God isn't real. He is real. He, he wants to be the watchman. He wants to be the sentry at the gate. He doesn't want to let the barbarian of fear and worry in. We need to decide. Decide it right now. Always speak to God and worship constantly developing that relationship and never be without prayer. Just keep whispering, whether it's a word or a sentence or you get 30 minutes of prayer, keep talking to him in the car, turn the radio off, turn the podcast off. When you're with a friend in the conversation, can we pray together? Pray constantly because the enemy wants to do warfare with us. But we need to pray boldly against the enemy's attacks. And when that happens, third decision, continually seek God and keep going. Now remember, we're on this little phrase. Isn't it amazing? Rejoice always. That was last week. Pray continually. Pray continually without... And what does it mean? Ceasing. Here's decision number three. Continually seek God and keep going. And I want to say this. If you're not seeking God, you're not going in a direction that's healthy for you. If you're not seeking God in prayer for your life, for your family, your friends, your ministry, your church, if you're not asking God to partner with you, you're going in, 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 into a no person's land. You're living in the gray area. But listen to what Paul says. Pray without ceasing. The word without ceasing means uninterrupted. No intermission without omission. It's powerful to wrap our mind around this. The reason we continually pray without stopping, without any interruptions, is because God is listening and there is power in divinely unified prayer with God and with each other. Think about what Jesus said in Matthew 18, 19 through 21. Jesus said this. 
Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Now, this is, this is the icing on the cake. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Can I challenge you? Do you mind? I'm gonna, gonna do it. I want you to think of two people you could call today. Maybe you're sitting with them as you watch the message online. Are there two people that you're going to invite to be your prayer partners to continually seek God so that you can keep going? I want you to think of that. I am, I am wanting to be more intentional about that. I need to really be decisive and say to some folks that love me and that are good friends of mine, I need to say to uh, Kay, I need to say to, to Liz or Tracy, I need to say to Pastor Rod, will you just pray with me? Even when we're not together, can I pray for you? Why? Because this message is essential. We have to keep knocking and pray continually. And here's the thing. If Satan, if the enemy of your soul can convince you to not pray, it seems so subtle, doesn't it? Haven't you ever uh, had somebody say, well, I haven't been praying in a while. It, it, this is not a criticism, but that almost sounds simple. But do you realize, do I realize that when we don't pray, we're, we're powerless? But when we do pray, even the simplest prayer, God is right there. He's in the midst of us. We're gathered in his name. And I want you to embrace this third decision. Continually seek God and keep going. So here's what I want to do as we close this morning. I want you and I to realize that this closing prayer is the most important part of the message today. Often we, we think that the message was the most important. All this message is today is priming the pump of prayer. It's the prayer that matters the most. It's like the old story, and I've, I've told you this before, but I'm trying to remember this for the next 360-some uh, days in this year. There was a guy who uh, went in, in, he was walking through the desert. Uh, he was an old uh, cowboy, and he had lost his horse, and he was in the desert, and he finally came upon just a little uh, dilapidated shed. And it was so hot, he thought, I can at least go in and I can uh, get the sun off of me and, and, and I'll die, at least I'll die in the shade. And when he walked in, he was shocked. There was a pump. There was a water pump in the shed. And uh, there was a pitcher. There was an old stoneware jug on, on, a, on the table, little little table. And there was a, a note and the note said, uh, there, this jug is full of water. Take it and pour it into the pump, but pour it all in. 
Don't leave one drop that is left in the jug. And the poor old uh, death-beaten cowboy, he thinks to himself, man, I'm thirsty right now. I'm thirsty right now. I, I got to drink this. How do I even know if this will work? And he takes, he takes the jug. And in a moment of faith, say that with me, in a moment of faith, he pours the water into the pump, every drop. And then he begins to take the handle and he begins to pump and he begins to pump and he's thinking, oh, it's not working. Nothing's coming out. You know, you can hear the sound. It's just, it's so, it's so overwhelming emotionally. He's, he's pumping and he's crying out, man. He says, God, please. And all of a sudden, the water gushes from the pump because he primed it. And he drank and he filled up his canteen and he went on his journey and he was refreshed and he was alive. But he wrote a little PS on the bottom of the note. Follow the instructions. They really work. Prayer primes the pump of God's blessings, God's favor, God's answers. Not, not all the answers we want. Not all the answers that we thought were good for us, but all the answers that God wants to give us. But we have to be willing to speak to God in worship. We have to pray and never be without prayer. And we have to continually seek God and keep going. That's what the Lord wants us to do. Keep knocking and pray continually. So remember, this is the most important part. Let's pray. Father God, right now we're starting a new year and we need you. We're starting this time where we need to put our faith in you. We are priming the pump for 2022 to get the answers that we need. And this living water is prayer, this conversation that we have with you. And God, we love prayer. There are times where we blow it and we, we, we get into to gaps where we're not just talking to our best friend. But God, help us to pray, not feel guilty. God, help not one person feel guilty for not praying, but may we all have the joy of the Lord to start praying and pray continually so that we keep the enemy at the gate. Protect us from the lion that wants to devour us. And God, give us a hope for this new year, no matter what comes, that we will choose to pray continually without ceasing and be in your presence. And then God, bless and answer our prayers as only you can do. And we will worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you so much. You're incredible. Isn't this a great start to the year? Three decisions that will change our lives. But just remember this phrase, pray continually. I love you. We've got so much more to cover in the next few weeks. And until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our eFamily, 
then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.